Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? You've come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart Winkler. Good evening, everybody. I am Bart Winkler. David Shepard is here. Marco Belletti is on the updates, and we are... I mean, honored to have your participation as well, whether it's through your ear, um, your eyes, although I guess as of now, no video component, but you could just like pull up the Odyssey app and just stare at it. So maybe your eyes, um, if you're driving, obviously eyes on the road and also your participation via phone calls, social media and the like. Again, we've got the Super Bowl coming up in what are we at now? Twelve days. This is uh, this is this is a long break. We're still doing the analytics discussion. We're still going to talk about uh, Taylor Swift. We are still going to talk about what Brock Purdy and if he's good or not. There's a lot. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stuff to still talk about. I'm sure. And then we'll have media day next week. So then after we talk about it. Then the players will talk about it, and you know it'd be nice if we could just get a football game here, a football game that is being played in Las Vegas, which growing up I was led to believe was the uh, worst place ever on earth, and no sports should ever be played there because it's where de- degenerates gamble and um, and lose their life savings. And if one sports person ever did go there, the potential and the risk. And the temptation of gambling would be so strong it would it would crumble the sports ecosystem as we know it. Tony Romo tried to have a fantasy football draft out there no less than a decade ago. And now this son of a gun is calling the game on CBS at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, home of a pro football team. We have come a long way. Have we come a better way or a worse way? I think that's still up for debate, but we have come a long way. The Washington Commanders tried to uh, travel somewhat of a distance to go interview Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator with the Detroit Lions. And they got a phone call or some sort of note, allegedly, while they were mid-flight that this was not going to happen. The interview that they were scheduled to have was not going to happen. Here's the reporting. I'll read it from 
Adam Schefter, as this is what I'm basing this off of. Again, Ben Johnson, offensive coordinator, Detroit Lions, hot coaching prospect. And this was a guy every year, and we don't know who it'll be next year, but next year there's going to be a guy who we have no idea about. Maybe he's coaching right now. Maybe it'll be his first time next year. But come October or November, you'll start to hear his name. And he'll be the odds-on favorite for a coaching job. And you'll be like, who is this guy? I don't know him. I've never heard of him. Um, And then you'll hear it again and hear it again. And then eventually you'll be compelled to, I I mean, I got to look this guy up. So then you'll see what he looks like. And then maybe you'll do some research on him. And then by the time the season ends, it's been so assumed that this coaching prospect, this offensive or defensive coordinator, this, this, this prospect, it's been assumed that by the time the season is over, he will be one of the guys that gets an open job. There's always open jobs. There will always be open jobs. It's very fickle in that nature. There will always be an open job in the NFL. How many of them varies by year, but there will always be some open jobs. So this cycle, it seemed like Ben Johnson was going to be the guy. And when we were talking about how this is maybe the best class of available coaches ever, we talked about Mike Vrabel, Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick, Jim Harbaugh, and we lumped Ben Johnson's name in there with all those coaches. As accomplished as they are as head coaches, we threw Ben Johnson's name in there because it was just assumed that he was also up for a job. And that Bill Belichick and Mike Vrabel and Pete Carroll and even Jim Harbaugh, they could find a job, but they'd be competing against everybody else that I just mentioned, other candidates as well, internal or external, but also Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator of the Detroit Lions. So the report comes out this afternoon, uh, and here's the tweet from Adam Schefter. Commander's officials were en route to Detroit for a meeting with Ben Johnson and Aaron Glenn. Aaron Glenn, the defensive coordinator. So still reason to land the plane and have a conversation with at least one of the guys. When they got word that Johnson was staying with the Lions, per sources, while the abrupt pivot by Johnson was considered, in quotes, surprising by several league sources, He was not considered a lock for the commander's job, despite his strong reputation as a coordinator and loyal coach. The commander's leadership team remains eager to meet with the respected Glenn, who is one of several candidates the team is expected to consider for its head coach vacancy. So what we are led to believe by that tweet was the commanders were in the air. They were going to talk to two guys en route. They got a phone call or what have you that one of the guys didn't want the job anymore, and that's Ben Johnson. Now, I do have a bit of caution, and this this is where I first heard the news, and I think this is the most detailed like initial tweet of the news, but I do have a little bit of caution when it comes to some of these guys that are reporting the way we're at here in 2024. Um, I'm not I'm not like fake news guy, okay? I'm not saying that. But I'm saying specifically in this era of, I would say, insider reporting, I always wonder 
what process goes into the information that we're receiving. I always wonder that. First of all, this blue check mark on Twitter, you can get paid now if you have a blue check mark. If you buy a blue check mark and get enough impressions, you can get paid for the ads, allegedly, that are under your post or connected with your post. And I think some people have really shifted the way that they use social media. And I think Adam Schefter is one of them. I think Adam Schefter, there's a lot of tweets he makes where you can look at it and say, oh, he's doing that for the engagement. Like I've always thought of Adam Schefter and I've always thought of these guys. And maybe this is my own naiveness. I've always thought these guys should be kind of matter of fact. Like we should have reporters that report and we should have analysts that analyze. And over the years, it's blended where reporters want to also give their opinions, but then analysts also want to break the news. So now we're in this kind of gray area where you still don't know what is reporting and what is analysis. In this tweet itself, Schefter says, while the abrupt pivot by Johnson was considered, he puts in quotes surprising by several league sources because two days ago, Adam Schefter, I think, was on Pat McAfee's show saying, I don't know, guys, that he's going to get hired. I can't be sure. And so Adam Schefter is, what, taking some sort of victory lap that he, I don't know. I don't know. There's just a lot of, five, there's like five different things going on in this report. And I'm trying to figure out who wrote it. Like, who who is he serving here? That's how I look at insider information now. And it's not just because of the blue check mark, but it's also because of we've seen these guys get caught in real time basically parroting what the agent wants them to say. When Delvin Cook got released, the report came out, I think, from Tom Pelissero, who he says, and Delvin Cook has a lot of mileage on him yet because he was barely used by the Jets. His legs are very fresh. Why would why why do you need to editorialize? Why can't you just say Delvin Cook has been released? Because what you're doing is you're getting the news from the agent. The agent tips you off. They tip you off but say, hey, say something nice about us because we gave you the story. You scratch my back, I scratch yours. That's that's how this works. So I don't know who Schefter's trying to service here. Is he trying to service the commanders for being like, hey, we, we were going for Ben Johnson, but we also want to talk for Aaron Glenn, so we're not wasting uh, fuel here. Or is he trying to service Ben Johnson by calling him – a strong reputation as a coordinator and a loyal coach. Then the reports come out that this is a money thing that Ben Johnson, he wanted, he wanted like $15 million. I, I heard a number out there, $15 million, Ben Johnson wanting $15 million. There's another report that uh, Harbaugh is getting about 16 or 17 and that's Jim Harbaugh money. That's a free agent. You have to court, you have to get him out of a dream job to come to Los Angeles to coach a team that's been irrelevant for a very long time. You're going to have to pay a guy like that $16 million. Ben Johnson is a guy you would think, you would think at age 37 would be tripping over himself to have a head coaching job. That the last thing he would do is then say, oh, you want to give me $5 million? How about put a one in front of that? Like that, that doesn't, that doesn't make sense to me at all. There's only 32 of these jobs. They're really hard to come by, especially if you've never had one before. Once you get a job, it's almost a little easier to get the job. But when you've never had one before, 
it's it's hard it's hard to get into this fraternity. And so Ben Johnson at 37 is going to look and say, "Oh no, I'll get another job. This is fine. I'll I'll turn this one down or I'll I'll, I'll go do it, but they have to pay me 15 million dollars to do that." That seems exorbitant. So I'm still trying to figure out where all the truth of this is. And then I'm also trying to figure out why, why with all due respect to the lions. And I know this is a big win for the lions fan base because it's been a tough week. And we'll talk about this a little later, but after thinking about it, that may be the worst loss that's ever happened in the super bowl era. And I mean, there's been some bad losses. There's, there's losses that you can name off the top of your head to other teams. There's losses that you can name to yourself about your team, but based on their history, based on how fast and furious this was happening, based on the fact that the Super Bowl was in their grasp and the really bonkers way that it got taken from them, it may be the worst loss ever. They will never get over it. They can win, they can win 15 Super Bowls in the next 17 years, and this one will, all, it will always sting. This one will always sting. Okay? You'll never get over this loss. So this is a big win for Lions fans. Because it's been a tough 48 hours, but now they know that their coordinator's coming back and they can kind of look ahead and say, all right, here, we've got a coordinator here. We've got continuity. We, we, we like this guy. He called, he calls some good games. We, he's familiar with the offense. We had a lot of rookies last year. So another year in the same system is going to benefit everybody. So that's good. So there's a lot to like about it. I, from a Lions fan standpoint, if I was one, I would say this is phenomenal. But from somebody looking at the outside in, I'm trying to figure out why a 37-year-old passed up an opportunity on what I think is a pretty attractive job. This Washington commander's job is not its not Dan Snyder's commanders. It's not Dan Snyder's commanders where they stink and have no real process of a future. This is a team that has come in. Josh Harris is your owner. You've got like Magic Johnson and other celebrities that give you some star power that are maybe going to help you, you know, down the line if you're trying to really make a splash. This is not the commanders or at least the Washington football team that we were used to. This is a this is a new and improved product. They've got young talent. They still do need to patch up the roster a little bit, but they've got a top three pick in the draft. Like you can do something with this roster. You can step in as a head coach. You can step in as a head coach and probably get a little bit of time to do so. I mean, nobody thinks you're going to win the NFC East next year. You get a couple of years to build your system, get a quarterback you like, really think about who you want. There's going to be those guys available. Number two pick. So this this is a really attractive job. I I, I know that you know there's still a lot of work to do, and not everybody can just step in and you know like coach the the team that went to the Super Bowl the, the year before, you know, you got to usually have a rebuilding process, but this is, I think as, as good as it might get. And Ben Johnson turned that down and he turned it down because he wants to stay in Detroit. And I get his reasoning. Um, you know, he's been there a while. He wants to stay. He says, I want to win a Super Bowl. I can get close to a Super Bowl. But I think in a business where everybody's always working towards, although we do say a lot about a lot of times about people, Oh, he's built to be a coordinator. He's not built to be a coach. Maybe he doesn't think he's built to be a coach. Maybe he's going to stop us from ever saying it. Maybe he's not ready. Maybe he, maybe he thinks I'm only 37. I'm, I'm, I'm barely eligible to be president of this country. I don't know that I should be a head coach. 
Maybe he's saying that. But I just think with how few and far between, like, yes, the job's open and people get fired. But if you ever get offered the opportunity to be an NFL head coach, especially when the situation is good, I think you take it. I, I, I think you got to take it. So for Detroit fans, I mean, this is great for them. This, this is ecstatic for them. But I just can't believe that a guy has an opportunity to be a head coach and then doesn't take it. And I don't really buy the $15 million stuff. I'm not sure I buy any of this with the finances or all that. This, I mean, this guy could be a head coach. You take this job for $3 bucks if they give it to you. You're going to be a head coach in the National Football League. Maybe he didn't want to move his family. I don't know. Maybe you know people are – I don't know. But to turn down being an NFL head coach when that is the thing that you've been working for your whole life. This guy was a tight ends coach at Boston College. He went to Miami. He was a tight ends coach there. He was an assistant wide receivers coach. He gets to Detroit, quality con- control coach. I mean, he's clearly, I think, working his way up to something, but he doesn't want it. You know who I think of in this situation is Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy has been waiting for a decade for someone to give him the opportunity to be a head coach. He left Kansas City to go to Washington just to like freshen up his look. And also, he thought, hey, maybe this team will fire their coach and I'll just plop in after a year. And they fired their coach. And now you got guys turning down the job that Bieniemy would probably screw $3 million. He'd probably do it for $300,000. Guy just wants to be a head coach. So I don't know what the commanders are going to do. I don't know what the next option is. Um, I think for both teams that still have a vacancy, this Mike McDonald guy, defensive coordinator, another young guy, 36. Seattle's looking at him. Maybe Washington pivots towards him. So I don't know what these teams are going to do. But I was I was surprised. And everybody's got their reasoning, but I was surprised when I saw that Ben Johnson was going to stay with the Detroit Lions instead of take a head coaching job. We'll talk about that with you and these two jobs that are open and what the realistic options for them are at this point. I'm Bart Winkler, 855-212-4227. It is the Bart Winkler Show. This is CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. simple for me um it starts with this place and these people you know uh been here four years now and i believe in sheila what she's doing rod wood dan brad uh starts at the top and i think it's trickled down this is as encouraged i've been in my four years with the direction of, of the lions and, and where we're headed there's so many good things going on here that so many good people, coaches, players. I love the offensive staff, everyone that we have on board there. I love the players. I love coming into work every day. Coach Campbell is incredible. And so, uh, end of the day, talking with my family, just it made sense. It made sense. Don't, don't ruin a good thing. This is the Bart Winkler Show. Listen Monday through Friday, nighttime and nationwide, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern and 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific on CBS Sports Radio. That is, I guess, current. I almost said former Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson, but he is going to be the offensive coordinator um, into the near future. We'll see if it's one more year, have another Super Bowl run, and then maybe 
take a head coaching job. Maybe, maybe he doesn't want to be a head coach. I just tell you, I was surprised by the news. I was surprised by the news when I saw that Ben Johnson was going to stay with Detroit. He was the hot prospect throughout the entire year. Wasn't just like the last couple of weeks. It was all season. People were assuming he would take a job, and he did not, and I was a bit surprised by that. 855-212-4227. You can also uh, reach us at CBS Sports Radio, at Bart Winkler, or at Bart Winkler Show, depending on your platform of choice. I do have a couple of notes here. This one's from Mo. Mo says, I think Ben Johnson is scared. Remember, he turned down the Panthers last year. He's clearly afraid of what comes with the position. Uh, Michael says Schefter is the worst that Snoop reported Andrew Luck's retirement, which is Luck's business and not the public's, and nearly got Luck killed by a Colts mob while trying to leave the stadium. And then I don't know what this part means, Shep. He says, and busybody Gelb is offended that Ben Johnson wants to run his own life. Oh, don't get me started on Zach Gelb. Um I have a quick question for you, Bart, before you get to phone calls. What did Gelb say? If this is, if this is, well, he gives me a hard time, so I give it back to him. <laughs> if, if, what do you, you say know, about we, Ben Johnson? We, we, love, we love Gelb on the show, obviously. Um, if, uh, if this is the Chargers job and Jim Harbaugh does not elect to be the head coach and it's Justin Herbert instead of Sam Howell, is Ben Johnson using the, well, I want to finish what I started here in Detroit, or is he fleeing to California for the better quarterback? Well, again, I, I personally believe the commander's job is better than the Chargers job. Wow. Mm-hmm. You do know who's, I mean, I'm, I don't mean to insult your intelligence. I know you're very well aware of Eckler and, and Keenan and, and obviously that. Uh, Not stunning. under contract and uh, $30 million uh, might get cut. But. You also have a top five talent in terms of quarterback play in the world. This guy was all world as a rookie. He just never quite got to a ceiling because yeah, 500, he had 500 quarterback, yeah, 500 quarterback with Brandon Staley. Mm-hmm. And if you're 500 with Brandon Staley, that's like going 800 with Vince Lombardi. Um, okay. I will uh, agree with you on that. Brandon Thank Staley stinks. Thank you. But the other thing is, and I still haven't gotten a, an answer that satisfies me is when it came to the Chargers job, tell me tell me a benefit of that job outside of uh, Justin Herbert. Tell me like tell me something that's better about that job than the Washington job. I don't I, I I'm I honestly can't think of one. The weather? Are we going is that what we're doing now? The weather? I I, I, I believe the Washington job is a good job. And if you're not gonna get Justin Herbert, okay, you're drafting number two. You're getting Caleb Williams or Drake May. Or maybe you want Jaden Daniels. I don't know. Take your pick. Yeah, Caleb Williams won a whole hell of a lot at USC when he was losing four in a row, Bart. And so Bart, then you get Drake May. Oh, come on. But, but Bart, like. You we, get a quarterback that you can work with from the beginning. Unless your name is Andrew Luck or Peyton Manning, there is no luck to be a star at the NFL level for what you have done in college. We all thought Trevor Lawrence was going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread, and he has turned out to be a decent, at best, quarterback in the NFL. Now, I will give you this. You mentioned Magic and you mentioned Josh Harris. Ownership is night and day compared to the Spanos family. But again, top five quarterbacks in the world. I I get that he's 500, but he is still legitimately a top five quarterback. You cannot tell me that what he did under Brandon Staley is all that more miraculous. And the reality is this guy was setting all kinds of rookie records. Imagine what he's going to do with a competent offensive mind. 
Yeah, no, Justin Herbert, look, Justin Herbert is a great talent, and, you know, Jim Harbaugh's lucky to coach him, and whoever would be, I mean, it's it's quite a thrill. And so I'm not I'm not going to... I'm not going to argue. There's no argument. Are we going to argue that Justin Herbert's better than whatever quarterback the Commanders get? No, we're not going to argue that. I don't want to take. I don't want to take the Commanders side there. I just don't think the Commanders. Why does everyone think the Commanders is like a stinky poo poo job? Dan Snyder's gone. They got competent ownership. The fan base is back. They won a handful of games with an awful team. I don't know. I think this. I think it's in like a nice. I would Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy would sacrifice animals. I'm just assuming there. I don't know, but he would. He would do. He would do a lot for this. He moved from Kansas City, where he he, he just gave away a Super Bowl, maybe, to come and get this job because nobody's hiring him. And Ben Johnson's just going to turn it down. So again, I don't know. Look, I don't know. Some people don't want to move. Some people, you know, they have good roots where they are. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say like Ben Johnson's an idiot or I don't know the whole story. I don't know the whole picture. I just, I'm just shocked that this guy who, I mean, if he didn't want a job, why didn't he, why didn't he come out and say it earlier? Did he, did he somehow negotiate a bump and pay with the lions to keep the job that he always wanted? Does he just want to be Dan's right-hand man? Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. That's fine. Not everybody, like not everybody wants to be the manager. So I, I don't know. I was just surprised. I was just surprised, and I think that both of those jobs that are available are good ones, and to take yourself completely out of the running to stay with Detroit after your boss just tried to convince the world we're not getting back here this easy. And then two days later, Ben Johnson's like, I'm here to get to a Super Bowl. Weird, weird, weird mixture of messages to me. But again, to each their own. Um, Mark is in Nova Scotia, 855-212-4227. Hey, Mark. Wow, that was quick. That's like under 10 seconds from talking to Shep. That's great. Um, I want to talk about Ben Johnson, absolutely. Um, I'm a Commanders fan, and I I have a theory. Well, my take on it is that he's doing a little bit of gambling, trying to up his price tag there. Um, a Super Bowl would look extra wonderful on his resume, I think he's gambling a bit. Maybe he's been hanging out with Dan Campbell too long. I think the downside here. Are we saying that essentially Ben Johnson is going for it on fourth down uh, instead of kicking the field goal, which means, and in kicking the field goal in this case is taking a coaching job? No, I, well, I think staying, like staying with the Lions, but you got to hear me out here because if he keeps toying with teams like this, right? Like, you know, it seems like he kind of was toying with the Panthers. I don't know. I'm not ready yet. Uh, Washington, that was what I saw on CBS Sports. I got the alert today on my phone that Washington was all ready to fly him over. Not not breaking news here. And, like, last minute, he's like, never mind. I'm staying. I just think that, uh, first of all, I, I, I would love him to be the head coach of my commanders. I, I don't know. I think he's gambling. I think it's a mistake. I think this could cost him in the long run. That's that's my take. Look, and maybe it is a gamble. Mark, thanks for the call. Maybe he is thinking big picture. Maybe he saw what happened in Carolina and said, you know, I got I'm not going to go to a place until I know that like they're not just going to fire me after 10 games. And so I do want a lot of money and assurances and I, you know, that that kind of experience and watching that kind of scared me a little bit. I I don't I don't know. Maybe he's thinking 
I think I can get a bigger job and a better job. And there are a hand, like if I'm this hot of a prospect, Washington's not actually high on my list. There's other jobs that I would go for that. That just isn't one of them. I, I just, I guess, have always been of the mind that there's only 32 of these. And if you're going to start getting picky and choosy, then, then look, it's your life. That's more power to you. I'm not saying he's right or wrong here. Again, this is a decision. Just like we talked about Dan Campbell and the um, the choices that he made, right? He made a bunch of choices. And I think he made a bunch of choices in that game that didn't work out for him. I think the mistake he made was calling that timeout. That was a mistake. But the rest of his decisions were choices that did not seem to work out. This is a choice. I'm not calling this a mistake. We don't know the long-term ramifications of this. We don't know what's going to happen with this. I am just surprised at his choice for how few of these there are, especially, and I throw this guy's name into it, because, because Eric Bieniemy has been trying so hard. He's been the hot candidate all these years, and he can't get a job, and then his name cools off, so he leaves somewhere, and that place is the one that Ben Johnson turns down? I, find, I just find the whole thing kind of bonkers. Uh, Dave is in Miami as we're talking about Dave's favorite team in his favorite city, Detroit. What's up, Dave? Oh, my God, Bart. Mr. Neutral. Hey, man. Hey, what's going on? I just wanted to talk about um, Johnson and um, just let you a little background on me. My uh, major is in psychology, so I'm trying to understand what's going on here with him. Maybe he's yet the fear of the unknown or he likes what he's doing. Or number two is that he's just afraid of change. That could be it, too. But keep doing things, sir. Say no more. All right. Dave, Dave in Miami, short and to the point. Dave, man. So, some some callers, I feel like I could step out and get a cup of coffee. Dave, I got I to gotta be, like, ready because he, he says what he says and he, he moves on with the night. Uh, Tony is in Vancouver. What's up? Yes, sir. Yeah, the Seahawks, they're definitely after Dan Quinn. That's the man they want. He has Seattle ties. Don't you feel like, though, they would have hired him by now? I'm surprised if they want him, he hasn't been hired yet. Well, I don't know what I don't know what the holdup is, but that's who they want. But as for the Commanders, they've had such chaos under Snyder, and the team has been so chaotic that you're gonna laugh. I, I think they ought to bring in Pete Carroll for a couple of years just to organize that organization, get the players' motivation right. He's only had problems with two players that I know of, and one was Earl Thomas, and that was a money thing, and the other was Russell Wilson. They, they they knew the writing on the on the wall for Russell Wilson. They had, you know, they they traded him when they could have got the most from him. And but other than that, I've never heard a bad word about Pete Carroll. And he organizes organizations. He gets them together mentally. He's upbeat. I think he'd be perfect for the Commanders. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, maybe he'd be a good choice. Tony, thanks for the call. I just and again, uh, Dan Snyder's not there anymore. I don't know that I don't maybe that's not maybe that's not common knowledge to everybody. Dan Snyder doesn't he doesn't own this team anymore. Does Ben Johnson know that? Does Ben Johnson is Ben Johnson aware that he doesn't own this team anymore? I don't know. I I I I'm I'm just I'm I'm just surprised. What I'm surprised about is how many people think that the commanders are this awful job still. For a long time, yes. They were Stay away. And then they got a new owner, and I think a lot of it is improving. 
and there's still some work that needs to be done with the roster. And I don't know if Sam Howell is the guy. And I think that, you know, they do have the number two pick and that will likely go towards a quarterback and it could be another North Carolina guy. But I mean, if you look at what they've done, they traded a couple of guys away and they have been stockpiling some picks uh, on the defense, as you're well aware with sweat and young. Uh, I do like the running backs that they've had. Terry McLaurin's one of the better receivers in the game. If he can get a quarterback who knows how to get him the football uh, offensive line, you know, is like any, the defense still has some guys on it. I, I don't know. I'd be, look, I might, I might go home after this and, and start a franchise with them in Madden. I'm like excited about the commander's future, but nobody wants to be their head coach. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. I'm Bart Winkler. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio, number one. I like this music too. Yeah. 855-212-4227-855-212-4 CBS. I'm Bart Winkler. We're talking about Ben Johnson's big decision. I'm sorry. Wait. He's Bart, staying. I'm- in Detroit. I'm sorry. I have a quick question for you. Is Remember how I was like, hey, this is really good radio. And then you're like, as opposed to everything else I've done. So my question is, that was a good song. Opposed to everything else I've played for you. You're not a fan? Is that what you're saying? I don't think I've ever heard that one before. Oh, okay. Good. Good. What was that? Uh, you that was, know? That was Bad Love. By who? Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I know music that well. You're the music man on the show. I just know it says Bad Love. And I know, and I know right now there's not a lot of love with Washington and Ben Johnson. Oh, by Clapton? Whoa, what a gifted musician he is. I don't know if he was bad love. I'm going to look that up right now. I should, I should know That's... this because Eric Clapton's a, an icon. I just did. Uh, I'm watching the NBA. Joel Embiid seems to be, is he limping back onto the court or off of the floor? What is, wait, what is Embiid up Wait, to? he decided to actually play? Yeah, he we'll played. Figure. I don't know if he went to the locker room or not, if he's coming back or going to. Just because I played him in some fantasy lineups and I am getting I am getting waxed. So, I kind of need to pay attention. God dang it. All right. uh, Bad love. Eric Clapton. Very good. Um, Look, we're talking about Ben Johnson. I'm Bart. That's Shep. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. He turned down the commander's job. And look, I don't know all the reasonings behind it. He says he wants to win a Super Bowl. He says he likes what's going on with, with Dan Campbell. We've all maybe maybe we haven't, but I've I've turned down some jobs before, and you have your different reasons. I turned down a TV job once as a reporter, um, reporter slash anchor because I I actually didn't want to move um, from where I was. I I did leverage it for more money from my job at the time, so that was something. I turned down I turned down I, I for a while I wanted to move to Chicago and and I did get a job. I could have like sold cell phones. But I didn't think the money was like sustainable to live in Chicago on that salary, so I did turn down that job. I turned down an underwear model job once because my body is mine, and I'm the one to decide if it's beautiful or not. Is this a true story? 
We all have our reasons. Okay, fair. No, did, did you? I'm not trying to clown you. Did you really get offered a modeling job in underwear, nonetheless? I mean, you I said don't want it. I just, I'm just trying to get you to confirm that story. I don't know if you're being facetious or not. Well, what? Well, you're probably thinking of like a Calvin Klein, Rich. Yeah, Ralph, I'm thinking like Ralph a Mark Moore. Wahlberg, Ashton Kutcher type of job back in the late '90s. Oh no, some guy offered to shoot me, uh, shoot pictures of me. I found it on Craigslist. Oh, gotcha. So I turned that job down. Now, thank God for that, by the way. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Let's get out to D.C. Talk to Dre. What's happening? What's going on? How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. Listen, I, I think that it's a real simple situation here. The, the guys with the winning franchise, they they were this close to the Super Bowl, and he's got that taste. I think it's a far and few between times where you have a chance to get to the Super Bowl. Um, coaching opportunities will come and go. He's still going to be able to get a job as a head coach one day. But how hard is it to get over that hump? They were so close. So I just really believe he wants to get a Super Bowl. I mean, uh, the guy in Washington already got a Super Bowl. The enemy, he already got one. So, of course, it's a little different. Of course, he wants to be head coach, but he got a Super Bowl. Having that ring, that gives you a little bit more cash. Saying you can make some more money. I just think that's the on the bottom line, man. I think we make it much to do about more than what it is. Well, I will say too to that point, like, and I know that it's different. And thanks for the call. I know that it's different because maybe it hasn't been said before, but I've lived for nearly 40 years. I didn't know that I'd ever hear an offensive coordinator turn down a head coaching job because he wanted to stay to try to win a Super Bowl with the Detroit Lions. Like, and I know things change, but the Detroit Lions, are they getting back there next year? I think Dan Campbell was right to say, like, it's hard to get here. It's hard to get to this spot. It's hard to get to this point. And the Lions certainly will have decent odds to get back to the Super Bowl. If you look at what teams are, um, like, favored to get back there next year, you can already see who the favorites are for the Super Bowl next year. The favorite is the Niners, and then the Ravens, and then the Chiefs, and then the Bills. Uh, the Bengals, remember Joe Burrow's coming back, the Cowboys, and then the Lions. So if the Lions are going to get to the Super Bowl still in the NFC, they got to get through San Francisco again. They'd have to get through, we'll see what Dallas does. I think the Eagles are going to try to come back stronger. The Packers are on there, the Rams. Now, it's not as much of a murderer's row as maybe the AFC. It's tough to get through the AFC because I think there's more better teams and nobody can beat Patrick Mahomes. Outside of Joe Burrow did it, but then, you know, they lost. So the NFC might be a little more wide open, but I just think that's a bold, it's a bold move. That's why, that's what he's telling us. I, again, I don't, like, it could be as simple as my family likes it here. I don't know. You know, you you never know. He's actually been in Detroit for a long time. Prior to that, he was in Miami for eight years, six years, seven years. So it's not like he's been bouncing around and moving. And then when you, you know, start a family and you find a place to live, I I don't know. So I don't want to, I don't want to be too harsh in judging him for making this decision. I'm just, I'm just surprised. Oh, well, Joel Embiid's back in the game, by the way. 
Uh, John is in Rochester. What's up, John? Hi, Bart. How you doing tonight? Good. How are you? I'm all right. Um, well, I pretty much uh, got the same take as Dre had. Um, I think he's genuine. I think uh, he really – they're very close, and he he knows what that team is. And uh, I think uh, I give him credit for sticking with them. I wish Brian Dable would have done that with the Bills. I mean, I think Dable taking off after a couple of years really hurt Josh Allen a lot, and their offense kind of regressed. And, uh, and so that's the main reason I'm glad this guy's staying with his team. I respect that. And I wish Dable would have done that. And, you know, what's Dable now? You know, I mean, is he even going to have a job after next year? Well, I don't know. That's a good. That's a good person to bring up, John. Thanks for the call because you might go somewhere and then you might flop, and then you might not have an opportunity to to, to coach again. And Ben Johnson's pretty young; he's thirty seven years old, so maybe he's looking at this like, I still want to you know be a coordinator, and maybe there's the mystery of what I would be as a head coach, and so it, I'm going to be more attractive down the line. And uh, maybe I mean he does have a team that was like I said full of rookies, especially on the offensive side, he may feel like he is unfinished business. Also, this decision comes in a very, like, raw time. He is, I'm not even sure, I don't know how anyone that is in that organization can still fully process what happened. Even Jim Harbaugh won a title at Michigan. It took him weeks. It took him weeks before he went on, and he won. Like Ben Johnson, they just lost what may be the most horrific loss, the most excruciating loss that we've seen in the Super Bowl era. It's at least, like, it's for sure top 20, at least top 10, very likely top five, and probably one. So he may still be like, I, I, I can't, I'm not ready to think about this. I'm still, I'm still like frozen about what happened two days ago. We can take more of your calls on this. Keep talking these teams' futures. And again, look ahead to the big game. 855-212-4227. CBS Sports Radio. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread. 
who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO.